podcast which is shocking shocked with me to this realization that this is season four is jake the snake more jake you're here season four i can't believe we've done this for four years i can't believe our wives have let us do this for four years i can't either and for reference the end of covid started at the end of season one. That's how long ago this has been. We started this well, podcast just, before we got quarantined. Yeah, well, that just goes to show you. I mean, I feel like there are lots of things in my life that I don't realize how long ago it was. But the, the pause of COVID and the lockdown and everything has just been like, holy shit, that was fucking three years ago. Right. You, it's... I, I constantly put it at like two years, but it wasn't. It's it's more than that. Okay. Well, we've got a lot to go over. First, the uh, news that the draft lottery is set for August 21st, which is a Sunday. We'll discuss that more as we get closer. Uh, the draft is being set for potentially, and I'm going to call around and make sure that we're all good, but I'm looking at Friday, September 2nd. It's the leader in the draft poll clubhouse. 67% of the league that has voted uh, is in for September 2nd, so we'll get that locked in. And I figure this is as good a time as any, and Snake, you already know about this, but I don't know how many other people do, that this year we're doing the first ever finicky draft guide which should help the you know the draft for everyone and basically it's based on where I've, i'm going to send out a spreadsheet i i will share it in the chat uh you know our, our text thread it is an excel doc everyone will get a tab and essentially you'll you'll get in there and it'll make sense it's got Five categories, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and kickers. And in each one of these lists, uh, I have already auto-populated it with the top 10 with the finicky stats from 2022. So now everyone else can go in, adjust accordingly, and by the time we get to the draft, we should have a fully customized finicky draft guide based on feedback from everyone in finicky. And I just want to put it out there, I'm fine with sabotage. Perfectly fine with it. If you want to put Sam Darnold as your number one quarterback just to screw up the numbers, fucking go for it. I'm all here for it. Snake, what do you think? Is this going to work? No, but I can't <laughs> wait. Okay, good. Um, great. <laughs> appreciating that complete vote of honesty. No, um, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I will be very interested to see how this all turns out. Um, yeah. I, well, uh, to kick it off, I am going to go through, and I think the first couple set of episodes for Finicky for the podcast in its fourth season is going to be talking to all of our experts 
our finicky experts, our finicky position experts. Uh, and for quarterback, you had the number one and number two quarterback, so you were a pretty easy pick. So we're going to go through, and you're going to give us your top ten quarterbacks for 2023. I just gave you the big lightning storm sound effect, which means we're going to get started. We'll start at number 10. Um, oh, we're going backwards. We're going backwards because that builds up the anticipation of who is moving up. So number 10 quarterback right now, I believe if you just go off of based off of 2022, Jalen Hurts in Finicky was the number 10 quarterback. Do you think uh, Jalen's going to repeat at number 10? What, what do you got here? Yeah, he would be my number 10. All for right. Sure. All right. Yeah. So we're sticking to the board. You're saying he's going to repeat there in number 10. I think, uh, well, let, let me just put it this way. I, I think that there is even a potential he could be higher. But I think for this podcast, at least, let's just roll with him as number 10 because I think that's all the right. easy place to put him. All right, we're leaving him a number. We're leaving him a number ten. Not a lot of drama there. You're probably gonna have a lot of agreement on him being another ten because there's gonna be two or three people that don't even touch this duck. But let's go to number nine. Number nine from 2022 was Kirk Cousins. Who do you have at number nine for 2023? I would say Kyler Murray. Ooh, even with everything else going on right now, Kyler Murray. Kyler I mean, Murray. same same respect you got. So we got two running quarterbacks at nine and ten. Uh, Kyler doesn't get DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games, but you see. Oh, and I guess Marquise Brown just got caught for speeding, which I don't know if that's going to change anything. But you see, um, you see a path here. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. He was the number one quarterback for half the year last year. Yep. And then. Shit hit the fan. He lost his top wide receiver. And um, and then I will say, though, have you seen any of this news about him with the fucking video games and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. In, it's in hilarious. Contract? It's the best thing ever. Yeah. And they've taken the they've taken it out of his contract. But now everybody knows cats out of the bag. It's hilarious. He's a child. Yeah. Both in yeah. size so guess- and maturity. For people who don't know, it's it's the fact he had something in his in this contract that said that he has to dedicate four hours a day to watching film, and they referenced instead of basically watching TV or playing video games. And he's a very well known person to, to love video games, and it's just like this huge jab at him. I'm like, what the hell is that doing in a actual legal document? It's the best thing ever. It might be the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in a contract. All right, off to number eight. Last year's number eight was Matthew Stafford. He did have quite the year. Uh, what do you got with Matthew Stafford, who is currently nursing an elbow injury? Uh, I don't think Matt Stafford cracks the top ten this year. Person. All right. Uh, I would say let's go with Aaron Rodgers. Wow, a fall from grace for Aaron yes. Rodgers. I mean, I guess he's still top 10, but uh, that is... I cut off my own prices right sound effect. Uh, that is... All right, Aaron Rodgers. Um, so he... I mean, he did lose Devontae, so it's justified. Yeah, but he's... 
he's Rogers, right? He's I think he's gonna um, I, he just is gonna make it happen, right? Like I don't I, I really think Devonte you know Devonte's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and there's nothing gonna change that. But and losing that type of talent is is you know terrible for a quarterback. However, I see I I just. He's the kind of guy every year I think this is it. He's done. He's not going to be the Aaron Rodgers we know, and yet he's somehow going to end up there at eight. You know, he's he's you taking know. psychedelics now. He's taking psychedelics, which is supposedly helping his uh, quarterback game. And he's he's been the NFL MVP two years in a row now. So not a bad pick to stay in the top ten. But he drops from five to eight. What do we got for number seven? We're going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Whoa! Dropping down to seven. Patrick Mahomes goes from yeah. four so, to seven. Just a con- So contrary to what I just said for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, with him losing Tyreek Hill, I do think will take a little bit of a hit on his numbers. I do think that they have some boringly sneaky players who could potentially do well in place of him, but I just think that he's going to drop a little bit further than where he's um, been in the past. Um, so, yeah. Um, right. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, you lose Tyreek Hill, and they bring in, you know, like, Marquise Valdez-Scantling. Like, yeah, Sky Moore. Like, I, I just... Yeah, you you don't just they don't you don't just find Tyreek Hills all over the place. So there's got to be some drop. Uh, we have Mahomes at seven, which is interesting because he typically goes in the first round. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, number six previously, so last year it was Joe Burrow, Super Bowl Super Bowl almost champion Joe Burrow. Uh, what do you have for six? All right, so this is where it gets real wild. Oh, I love it. And I oh. and I don't like it. But oh. this is the numbers and this is why fantasy football is flawed. I think this is where Trey Lance is going to Whoa! fall. Whoa! That is big. Trey Lance of the so of this the is no- assuming, North Dakota State. So yes, this is assuming that Trey Lance uh, can play the whole year, of course. He's also assuming that Trey Lance is one of the greatest D2 players of all time. It is possible. But this is also just kind of going back to what we talked about with Murray and Hurts. Like, I mean, when you have this dual threat quarterback, I, I think that there is a world in which, like, he doesn't have to be the best, you know, passer. Mm-hmm. And he's got great weapons in the passing game. But when it's all said and done, like, I mean, he's no. going to make it happen. That's great. That's a great pick. And I'm looking at it, and honestly, I was thinking about it today. Running quarterbacks, they make they are fantasy football gold. And Jalen, runner. Kyler, runner. Aaron, used to run. Now he's just old. Patrick Mahomes, not known for running, but like he can. He does run. And Trey Lance, running quarterback. So we're the first six, uh, the bottom six, I guess, of the top ten that's I mean, the majority of that is all running quarterbacks. So I'm curious to see where we continue on with number five. Yeah, so five will be familiar to us. I have it as Russ. I think oh, that- my goodness. 
as Russell Wilson. I, yeah. Um, I once again I hate it. I don't want this to be the case. But we're just playing the the odds here. I mean, he they didn't bring him in to this new situation for him to not essentially be in control. They have a new head coach who was with Aaron Rodgers and is used to letting Aaron Rodgers do what he wants to do. I think Russ is going to have the chance to do what he wants to do, and he's going to want to throw it a lot. He can also move. They've got a great running game. I hate it, but I do think that this is where he falls in. He could even go, honestly, even higher than this, but I'm trying to, um, trying to, you know, pump the brakes on that a little bit. Russell cooking in Denver. All right. Well, that now we're in our top five. Russell Wilson, number five. That's going to hurt. Number four. Uh, Justin Herbert. Ooh, there we go. Justin Herbie. Um, Herbie yeah. is a, he was number three last year. So this is basically his ballpark. So that's a good pick. Now I will say, I'm just looking at this. Patrick Mahomes, seven. Russell Wilson, five. Justin Herbert, four. All the same division. Yeah, that's what's going to be really interesting. And, and actually, I mean, I think that's actually going to help these guys because they're all going to just have to play catch up. It's like, man, I, I remember like a few years ago, there was a, it was when the Chiefs were playing the Rams and it was like this huge, like 45 to like 42 game. And it was an incredible game. And mm -hmm. it was just basically, an, it was like fantasy gold yeah. because it was just, so much offense, or there was one last year too. I feel like that was like I think it was Browns and Ravens, and mm -hmm. it was just like fantasy gold because it was just offense, offense, offense the whole time. It takes one or two of those games to really. I mean, that's the difference of being number eight and being number twelve, really. Um, right. So that's interesting. So depending what happens at three, Patrick Mahomes is either the third or the worst quarterback in his decision or his division. So. Oh, man, let's see. Is Derek Carr in our top three? Show me potato salad. Who's number three? Not Derek Carr. <laughs> oh, just boring Tom Brady. Tom Brady sticking in the top three. Tom Brady, number two last year. Number one in your hearts. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, he's got... It's I was so thinking about the most weapons. So There's no quarterback in football that has more weapons right now than Tom Brady. Julio Jones is his fourth option. Right. And there's, I mean, and everybody wants to come play with him. So there's not, I mean, so all of a sudden, let's say, you know, I mean, there is a possibility that they'll just keep, I mean, halfway through the year, maybe there's another injury and then Odell Beckham wants to go there. Boom, yeah. signs there, plays them. Because who wouldn't want to have passes thrown by Tom Brady? And so I just I just have a hard time. It, like, it's boring, and I hate it, but at the same time, he's consistently been doing it for years and years and years. And, and he's not showing signs of dropping off. And he's decided to come back this year, and he 
had the option of just going off into the sunset, but nope, here he is, and he's going to be good again. Oh, it's scary. It's scary, but you know, the reason you stick around is because it's such a good situation. They know how to keep him happy. All right, number two. I'm curious. So this is where I... Um, I will see. So I have my number two listed as Lamar Jackson. And not on the list before, but this is where things really change. And I can arguably say, I think there is a good possibility that Lamar Jackson is the number one quarterback this year. I do think that there is a, a good chance that that happens. And I just look at that team. That team is already starting the year with running back issues. So we already know that Lamar, who's already practically a running back, the number one running back on the team, is going to start with an injured running back crew that he's going to take the the main brunt of all of that work. Right. And on top of that, you've got, you know, I mean, he's got – serviceable young guys that he can throw to but generally speaking i think this is a this is a case of him putting that team on his back and he's gonna make it and and this is a contract year for him yeah is it not? that's the reason i have him as my number one is that contract year i i i, I never underestimate the power of a contract year and usually quarterbacks like lamar jackson do not reach this state without a deal so Honestly, he could be the highest paid quarterback in football next year if he reaches free agency. It would be insane. Like, think about it. He could be a stealer. Like, anyone could pay for him if he hits free agency. It is. He could be a Seahawk. He could be a Seahawk. I don't know if that's the plan, but he could. (laughs) He could very well. Uh, It is. Uh, it never happens. It's I don't I can't think of the last time uh, somebody like Lamar Jackson was of that caliber in their prime. He's twenty five, uh, being a free agent. It would be unprecedented. So anyway, he has everything to gain. And when you watch the games that he plays, it's like watching those college games where there is this one guy who can just take control and he is the main difference of whether they win or they lose. And it is almost always the case when you watch the Ravens and it's incredible. He's so good. Mm -hmm. And I think that last year was a bad year for him. I mean, and the truth is, is that it could be a bad year again, but I think contract year, this is going to be a big Lamar year. Embrace the chaos. Lamar Jackson, I believe, last year um, uh, wasn't even in the top 10. But uh, that's he only had 16 touchdowns last year throwing. And he missed five games due to injury. So, And he only really came out and had 11 full games. So, yeah, this, this guy is the limit. Um, if he can throw for 4,000 yards and do the kind of rushing that he – Easy number one. I think that's it's a good pick. Now I feel like I know what the leftover option is, but just in the event that it's possibly Derek Carr, I'll let you announce <laughs> your number one quarterback. Sam Darnold. Okay. 
He's gonna win. <laughs> I, I mean, the hard part is, is, is and that's why I say it's. I, I, I feel like Lamar should be number one, but I have a hard time putting him ahead of Josh Allen. I just think Josh yeah. Allen is on a better team. He has. It. I mean, this is the year that I mean, Josh Allen has been the top quarterback two years in a row now. Am I right? right? And this would be an unprecedented three years in a row if he was number one, and he very well could do that. And a lot of that is just due to the fact that, one, like we just talked about with Lamar, the entire offense is just solely goes through him. He has a better running game this year, so that might take down a little bit of his points. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like, I mean – and they did change a little bit of their, uh, you know, their their coach or their offensive coordinator left to become a head coach. But are they really going to change the way that they have been running their offense? No. And I feel like Josh is just getting more and more comfortable. He's starting to get to that point where he can be like Russell or be like Aaron Rodgers. And he's going to take control and he's going to run that offense the way that he wants to do it. And they're just going to be really good this year. It's just and he's going to score a lot of points. That's true. So I'm looking at last year's draft and um, it went Patrick Mahomes for the finicky Patrick Mahomes at 10, uh, Josh Allen at 19, Kyler at 20, and then Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott at the bottom of the third round. So, and then Aaron Rodgers at the top of the fourth and then Jalen hurts in the middle of the fourth. Um, and then Ryan Tannehill at the end of the fourth. So with that, that would put, if things happen, and I think we are going to do a pot about draft strategy, but if things happen again, we're looking at Josh Allen, Lamar, Tom, and Justin maybe being gone in the top two rounds. And then by the fourth round, it would, I mean, I can't imagine Patrick Mahomes lasting till the fourth round, but We'll see. No. It could be a um, if these are if these are the rankings, which they're just yours, but it could be a wild, wild quarterback draft this year. I'm I'm very eager to talk draft strategy when it comes to this year's quarterbacks. Um, I will say for my rankings, I I did tune up my quarterback rankings. You and I are pretty aligned. I do have uh, I dropped Tom to five just because he's old. I put Lamar at one. Um, I still have Derek Carr in there. I don't have Russell Wilson. I have Derek Carr at seven because, you know, I love his wide receiver weapons. I got Trevor Lawrence at nine because I haven't quit. I am still a believer. I And I, I think his coaching situation is so much better. He, he may have had the worst coaching situation in the history of time last year, and he still was a top 20 quarterback. I don't think it's hard for Trevor Lawrence to be in the top 10. And then Dak Prescott, I have sticking around at 10 because, you know, everyone forgets how good the Cowboys. Like, everyone forgets how good the Cardinals were. Everyone also forgets how good the Cowboys were. They were, offense-wise, we had never, offense and defense-wise, they were, they had a stellar start to the year. So, anyway. I I actually do like that. I, I was helping my dad with a, He's in a slow draft, which is like where they don't just sit in a room and like, you know, like you get two minutes to pick. He's like, they got like 12 hours of pick. It, it so goes they, over the course of days. Oh, it's, they, they're already starting. They started on the like, <laughs> 1st of August. 
What? It's wild. It's Could you imagine just ever. sitting on your pick for days and waiting? <laughs> well, and so then naturally my dad is like calling me up. Oh, so, hey, I, I, I'm on the clock, you know, and, and like. I'm on two- the clock. Let's talk tonight. Yeah. He's like, I'm two picks away. Could be tomorrow that I'm on. But, uh, I, you know, it's like ridiculous. But I was telling him about, you know, kind of sneaky, like. Like I do think I like I like your Trevor Lawrence. I do think that there is sneaky appeal there, and I I also said the same thing about uh, Justin Fields. Yeah. I think there is sneaky appeal Ooh, about Justin. Fields. Justin Fields is hard to digest. There's no one for him to throw to. Like I honestly think that you could probably swap the fates of Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Like they could have just swapped and have the exact same story right now. We could be excited about Justin Fields having his first game week one for the Niners. And looking at Trey Lance in the Cowboys and being like, this fucking guy doesn't have a chance. There's no one for him to throw to. Like, it's, I don't know. Uh, I, I love Justin Fields, but if that, that team is such hot garbage. And you look, yes. you look at the end of the year last year, they were terrible. Absolutely terrible. And you know, as the person who owned Justin Fields, yep. that he actually did really... <laughs> really well at the end of the year and it was a lot of because he just was like I'm gonna fucking just run and I'm gonna just do whatever I want and yep. Darnell Mooney is a good wide receiver I mean the rest of their wide receivers are I don't even know I've never even heard of them like the running backs especially the running back is just, I'm gonna I'm going to live with I'm going to be obsessed with last year's quarterback class for maybe the rest of my life because I drafted Trevor Lawrence Trey Lance, Justin Fields. And I, and in the end, the better fantasy quarterbacks and real was, were Davis Mills and Mac Jones. And that, if that happens, if that continues to be the truth, I guess I'll just have to accept it. But I will talk about that quarterback class as one of the more interesting quarterback classes of all time. And it's Davis Mills is the best. And Mac Jones. I fucking, I can't even. Now, here's an interesting thought that I've had today. Do you think, I, I actually think that there is a, there is a reasonable chance that this year there are no rookie quarterbacks who actually become the starter on a team. Not only do I think that there's, I think that that's the betting favorite. I think that, God, I took them back to back. I took Trevor in seven and Justin in eight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, there is, um, there, it, it's. I think it's the Vegas favorite. I don't. Can he pick is it? it? Really? Can he pick it? Here's the scary thing. You look at the fantasy rankings. Can he pick it? And Drew Locke are favored to have more points than Trubisky and Gino. So right now, ESPN thinks that we've got a better chance of seeing Kenny Pickett and Drew Locke score fantasy points this year. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. So well, we'll get into the the the, the nitties on this. Uh, We've got the hot takes in your uh, finicky draft guide. Do you want to uh, have your – you've got sleeper pick. These are, so everyone, you've got the five categories, the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and kickers. Five most important positions. We've also got a sleeper pick, a boom-bust pick, a bust pick, rookie of the year, and top punter. Top punter, kind of self-explanatory. Uh, rookie of the year, also pretty obvious. I do want to explain. Sleeper pick – that's a sleeper. That's somebody who probably not going to be highly drafted this year, but you think is going to be great. 
boom or bust is somebody they can be high draft they can be i mean middle draft there's got to be a little bit of risk because in order for them to be a bust they've got to be worth something to begin with but like this person could be the top at their position or not even not even play that's boom bust uh there's obviously some risk in that and then bust this is somebody who you see is being drafted high that you're like fuck that guy i won't even touch him doesn't even matter how far he falls i think that that person has zero chance at meeting their draft value so with that do you want me to do this as because we were talking quarterbacks do you want me to just no this is the you are open i know you've been researching your quarterbacks a lot and you are you are quarterback god right now so i guess if you want your this to count for more but honestly there's yeah anyway i i i will say i my if you you can see my chart my boom bust was trey lance and that kind of matches yours trey it's that was my boom bust, so it's interesting that you have him all the way at six, because I have him boom bust, and I kind of just think he's gonna he's projected right now to be in the top fifteen, top twenty. Putting him at six even adds the risk even higher. So if you want to start with your whatever you want, sleeper, boom bust, bust, rookie of the year, top punter, wherever you want to start. Um uh, well, I'll start with sleeper. Um my sleeper, and we'll see if this actually becomes really a sleeper. By the time the, the actual league begins, but yeah. I'm going to go with Jalen Tolbert. Oh, I've heard a lot about Jalen Tolbert. The young kids like him. Yeah. So and my my reasoning behind him is, is that so he's a rookie. He yep. is. Um, he is basically in this offense that, you know, it's obviously there's CeeDee Lamb, right? CeeDee Lamb one of the best wide receivers in the game, but there's no one else in that offense. I mean, you got a tight end. Dalton Short, Schultz is good. But and they, Gallup is basically admitting he's not going to play week one, and they traded away Mari yeah. Cooper. Yeah, so they gave away Mari Cooper. Gallup is not going to be playing. James Washington, who frankly sucks, but also got hurt. So now you have this rookie who – he's from a small school, though, so no one really knows him. So it's not like it's one of those – it's it's not C.D. Lamb, right, where everyone is immediately pining for him to take over because they right. know who he is and what he can do. Mm-hmm. So then you have Tolbert, and he's, from what I've been reading, is playing the number two wide receiver right now in that offense, and he's doing really good, and everyone's like, wow. So I'm going to roll with him with – I do think if, if that – if he plays good enough early on, mm-hmm. there is a good chance – I mean, they don't – I mean, there is a good chance he holds on to that number two spot or at the very least goes down to the number three spot and – Right. No, that's a good pick. And, uh, well, obviously Dak likes to throw the ball. That whole offense is built around distributing. I don't think Tony Pollard's going to become a wide receiver anytime soon. And the example that I was told – is actually really good is Detroit when um, I don't know if there's an injury or they traded away Kelly Galladay, but basically the idea was TJ Hawkinson is going to get all of the receiving yards because he's the only option out there. Well, that's not what happened. Everyone just guarded TJ Hawkinson. And right. with that came the rise. And you know, this of Amon St. Ra. And with that, like, yeah, that's that's how it happens. These rookies get these shots, and if they can fulfill the role, they could be a top twenty option. So 
I'm I'm not mad at this. I do think CeeDee Lamb is going to get way more attention than he's used yeah. to. Uh, and so, yeah, he just because CeeDee Lamb, someone's got to catch passes out there, uh, I don't think this means CeeDee Lamb becomes a top five wide receiver. I think that you're right. Someone's going to come in and fill that role. Yeah. So that's why I have him as my sleeper. Love it. All right. Boom bust. Boom bust. Um. I am gonna go with I, this is this is a hard one. I, I think the boom bust is 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 probably the most challenging. It I, is because there's a few guys that I, that I that I see on there. I almost want to say Amon Ross St. Brown. You kind of like has you, you kind of put him on there mm-hmm. earlier. I don't know is he would he qualify for this as like if he was like a round five round six guy or is that. Here's the thing. I mean, like, yeah, it's the Lions. So, like, yeah, anyone can disappear on the Lions. I guess what is your fear for him is what I'm most curious about. Because you're right. People are are drafting him as a wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Yeah, and I I guess the fear for him and why he would be a potential bust is that we only have this one year of, um, you know, sample size. And it's the Lions, and they're not, you know, and they were playing from behind. They only won, like, three games. And, like, there is a potential that he's not actually that good. And that, you know, I mean, he wasn't a super high-profile draft guy when he came into the league. And he just randomly, just out of nowhere, one week, he wasn't good, wasn't good, wasn't good. And then all of a sudden, just showed up. was great. And then he just continued to be great. And that's why I feel like he could continue that and be good. And he could be boom. He could be a top wide receiver. And I hope he is, really. I think that would be great for the Lions and great for the guy. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there is a high chance that he also could just be a one-hit wonder kind of a guy. Um, that's not, oh, he is. So he is currently projected as the 25th best wide receiver. And that is right below Chris Godwin. So like, yeah, I mean, you'd be picking him over the likes of Devontae Smith, Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Darnell Mooney, a lot. There's a lot there. So yeah, you're right. He is a hefty investment. Um, and yeah, you're right. He was a fourth rounder. Um, so yeah, maybe he just goes back to mediocrity. Okay. Uh, who's your bust? Um, there's a, there's a few guys on here. I, I, I really, I, I feel like every year I kind of have the same idea, but I, I, I'm not a Miles Sanders fan. And I think that Miles, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if he is, let's take a look where he's being valued at right now. I, 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 was say, I don't know if he's high enough to be a bust, but at the same time, I'm like, to me, that is like. I think there is a chance even this year that he like loses the starting job. Like right. I think that, you know, I mean, I think there's a high chance that he loses that starting job in that offense. And so I think because of that, I, I think that he would be absolutely a bust because I think you have to take him pretty high. He'd be in that same red, like that round five area. And mm. that is a lot of draft capital for, he Someone. is the 24th ranked running back in projections right now, which is uh, right below Elijah Mitchell. So he is a heavy investment 
Uh, you'd be taking him over Damian Harris, who was the eighth best running back last year. Um, and yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts is in my mind, kind of their running back one, uh, but also miles didn't score a touchdown last year. He kept all of his goal line carries never came his way. So miles Sanders, not a bad, not a bad uh, person to avoid. Um, mine, I will mention because it is a quarterback. Mine is Joe Burrow. I, and honestly, that's interesting because I'm looking at you, snake and Joe Burrow. Who I believe was the was it the sixth best quarterback last year is missing from your top ten. So that is yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I and I I guess I would kind of follow up on that. I, I I guess agreeing with you on that. Like I think in the grand scheme of things, I just think he's being drafted too high. Yeah, ESPN has him at ten. Like yeah, and. You know, he's going like, and it's nothing against. I think Joe Burrow is great, and I think he can be great this year. He has probably the best wide receiving core of any team in the NFL. Yep. And so, and that even includes a running back who can also catch passes as well. And so, I think that there is a very good chance that he could be amazing. He scored, here's a super interesting, he scored 47%. Of his fantasy points in three games last year. So that's what I was going to say. And those three games were all in the very end of the year. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And so that's where I think this is kind of one of those situations where we have, you know, a bias towards as a recency bias, right? Like we yeah. just think of watched him in the Super Bowl. We watched him in the, in the amazing games. That, you know, that, that Bill's a Bengals game going to the Super Bowl was one of the best games in NFL history. And it, the thing is, we have all of this in our mind and we just think that that's how it was the whole year for him, but it wasn't. On the other hand, he also came off of an absolutely devastating injury from the year before, and it could have taken him time to get up to there. So I think he, I, I do agree with you on being a bust, but he also, we could put him in that boom bust category because he also could be incredible. Like that's he a, truly could be. That's true. All right. So everyone, Joe Burrow, keep an eye on it. We don't know. Um, all right. Rookie of the year. You do have Jalen Tolbert as your sleeper. I mean, that's kind of, that's your, is there any other rookies you're looking at? Um, you know, there's a few, um, I think that there's a chance that it could be, I mean, that, that you're right. This could fall under a lot of, um, but I, it's gotta be one of the wide receivers. And that's, oh, that's like hard. you got a lave went to the saints. And so it's, I don't know. Like, I just find that there is not going to be one of the, the quarterbacks because they're not going to have a chance right. to play. Right. And th- sure. It very well could be running back. I hope it's Kenneth Walker. I Ooh. hope it's Kenneth Walker because he's that good. They call him Ken. Now he's just Ken. Ken. Ken, oh, Ken Walker. Like, like he's Ken Walker. That's like yeah. a guy who sells jewelry. <laughs> Like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm Ken Walker. Actually, I think that is a jewelry and gig harbor. Uh, Andrew Lyle, get on that. You get were, on it. Knows. I think, it, I think it is. Anywho, but, um, so I hope it's Ken Walker, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with a, a, one of the wide receivers and you know what? Let's go with, let's go with Chris Olave. Chris Olave. Love it. I think that's a, 
I think that would be a good one because I do think that there is a good chance that he could be the number one in that Saints offense. And we know Jalen likes to sling it. And I think that there is a good chance that he could be the one that is. You mean Jameis. Jameis likes to sling it. Alave yeah. went to the, yeah. So Alave but, went but, to but, the Saints and Jameis is going to be slinging that ball. Yeah. What did I say? You said Jalen. I just want to make sure. Yeah. We, I don't want oh, people yeah, convinced no, that he went to the Eagles because that would be crowded as fuck. But no, Chris Alave went to the Saints he will be competing with Michael Thomas, who I haven't seen in, what, two years? Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So that's going to be an interesting situation. Yeah. And then your so, top punter. Well, I mean, uh, God, um, where, where to begin? Right. Um, you've, got, you've got Michael Dixon. It's a, a crowd favorite. Michael Dixon. I mean, it's, it's hard to get better than Michael the Dixon. The Seahawks might be punting the most. <laughs> it's hard to get better than Michael Dixon, even – if the Seahawks were great. That's true. It, it, better field position. It's it's The formula is not perfected as to what makes the best. I will say my pick was punk god, Matt Ariza, who is going to be on the Bills, which means, I mean, the Bills don't punt a whole lot. Do you know three punters got drafted last year? Two of them got drafted before punk god. It could be. As much as we're talking about it's a down year on rookie quarterbacks, it was an okay year for rookie wide receivers, but mainly a defensive draft. We don't, good year for, for punters. There might be some rookie stars in Finicky for these punters. So we'll have to keep an eye. We'll have to keep up on the on the the rookie report. Yes. I'm very excited. What if what if, what if that's the answer to our to our last question? What if what if the punter is the rookie of rookie the year? Rookie of the year? Oh man. Because he every single punt is dropped on the one yard line. Oh, Can you imagine? God. Like how how would you rank that against other, like, you know, skill positions? You're like, well, you know, I mean, this guy had, you know, I don't know, such and such. But this, this guy also did the best that you could ever do in the position. Right. And scoring-wise, if the number one punter was a rookie, that would make him the rookie of the year for Finicky. And, yeah, can you imagine how Bottom had that one good year that he had luck and RG3? And then he comes back and his secret was secret sauce was just like the best rookie punter the league has ever seen. Yeah. Oh man. There's a lot of excitement there for the best punter. Um, all right. Speaking of bottom next week, we will have Andrew. I drafted Jamar chase bottom coming aboard to tell us who the top 10 wide receivers will be in 2023. Uh, for you snake, I will give you as tradition in the last minute to talk um, the future of the Seahawks or whatever you'd like, or just parenting and farming, whatever you want. The floor <laughs> is yours for one minute. Well, as much as I'd love to talk about parenting, my wife has left me with the kids this weekend. And so I am going to just not talk about my kids as much as I possibly can. So that's off the floor. But um, yeah, I mean, Seahawks, I, I mean, what, what is there to say about the Seahawks? I, I, I foresee them having Geno Smith as their quarterback. I think that's what they're going to roll with for this year. I don't see that there is a way that Drew Locke even cracks the, the, to be able to get into the starting category. They're, he's just bad, and we know it. Everybody knows it, and that's why I think my Gino Smith is running away with that right now. I also think it's the best for DKK, and they just gave DK a fuck ton of money, and they're going to want to make sure that they showcase that and 
Gino's the best way to do it. So, yeah, but I am excited for Ken Walker. Hi, Ken. Ken. Ken, Ken. Walker Jr. Can come, Ken. Now. Gig Harper, Washington. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, super unfortunate for Chris Carson. I hope that you know. I mean, because last I saw, he was tweeting stuff about saying he's ready to go, ready to go, ready to go. But yeah. Anywho. All right. That is it. That is all your analysis. This has been the Finicky Podcast. Fill out your draft guides, damn it. The link will be in the chat. Thank you, Snake. You made it great once again. Season four. Let's do it. <laughs>